Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Jack Pack podcast. It is one of your many hosts. My name is Ryan. You can call me too. You can call me the Rated R. I'm here with a lot of my, my friends and my co-hosts. We got Parse. We've got Rudy, the playmaker, Jeffrey. Everybody, how y'all doing right now? Man, I'm just stoked to be on here for a second time. Really glad to be about it. And uh, yeah, for sure. Let's get started. Yeah, let's get this back. Playmaker, how about you? Bro, I'm I'm good. You know, just going through this COVID just as much as everybody else. All right. Yeah, I think we should talk about that for sure because, you know, a lot of people need new things to do. Especially watching these episodes, good thing to do in COVID. All right, perfect. We uh, we are already in this type of format right now because we are currently social distancing, which is one of the many, many things that our governments have told us to do during this uh, global pandemic. Uh, we hope that everyone at home is safe uh, and that their families are doing well and healthy during these troublesome times. Guys, COVID, how do you guys feel about this? What are you guys doing? What 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 are you guys doing right now? Uh, you know, COVID has given, given me some time to reflect on uh, skills that I have, skills that I don't have, and just trying to uh, really uh, get, get those uh, kind of moving, get better mm-hmm. at them. One of those skills that I've been working on has been on being more tech savvy. So studying it, understanding it, obviously um, also trying to understand cars a little bit more. And also just in the other t- times with things I haven't been doing often, I didn't have enough time to. Before my schedule used to be about working out, um, eating good, uh, doing things around the house, uh, maybe planning to be better at the job that I'm currently doing and things like that. Um, now I found some time to go back to reading. Things mm-hmm. like a lot and uh, just trying to read more what about you Rudy Playmaker what's good how, how are you handling COVID what are you doing you're gonna have to, to speak a little louder or to not cover your mic my skills talking to friends working out more you know trying to um, yeah, I was just trying to really uh, use the time that we have I think if anything came out of COVID, it ever just got infinitely more time than they've ever been given before. So what, it's what you choose to do with that time that can probably decide the next 10, 15, 20 years for you. Mm-hmm. For me, I've taken this time to, to go back to writing. Uh, my initial passion is writing. Uh, so I started writing a lot more for, for many different blogs. Right now, I'm in the middle of five different blogs right now that are all getting articles. Uh, we're here right now with the blackjack pack, so preparing everything that we have to do for each one of these episodes. It takes a it takes a while to get uh, to give you guys, the fans, the audience, something to to watch during these these times. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about a, a thing called mental health. How do you guys deal with your mental health during this time? Because I know that we're all social distancing, but it's also a t- an opportunity for people with uh, bad mental health to do social isolation, and I. And I don't think that that's something that we should be doing. Playmaker, do you have an opinion on that? I think um, mental health um, in general is part of having a relationship with yourself and a healthy one at that. Um, Having a firm understanding of your mental health and what you need. Um, If there's anything that I really learned also in COVID just in general, it's really taking the time in your body or your mind to ask something instead of pushing it off to do one, two, three, else, whatever things that aren't as important uh, to probably listen to a little bit more. But yeah, I, 
if there's one relationship that you have to maintain out of the three most important relationships you can have after um, you finish school, number one is definitely your relationship with yourself and establishing that relationship with yourself and getting to know yourself and uh, just having, taking the time to assess your mental health and um, whether, you know, and how you actually feel, right? Mind, body, spirit. I think of what happens is like, we get so focused on our body, then we get so focused on the things that we want to do that we kind of not, we just don't care about uh, your personal mental health. And I think it's something that I know it's something that was really coming to the forefront, even a little bit before COVID happened. But I think what ended up also happening in COVID is people who are extroverts, like myself, suffered a little bit. You know what I mean? Because just the ability to see different people excites certain people, right? So um, it took that away. So now you're forcing yourself to have different conversations with different people. I know other my, a lot of my friends and uh, close ones who do have mental health issues. I've been making a proactive effort to talk to them at least once or twice a week and make sure that they're okay. Or that's a phone call or two messages or text or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Just to keep them uh, positive because it is different on everybody, right? You, some people are flourishing in COVID, some people aren't, right? So trying to keep the everybody healthy and safe, not just physically, but definitely. Paris, what about you? What are you doing for your mental health during COVID? I think the, one of the most important things that keeps me mentally healthy is just having having that good relationship with myself, uh, being positive minded and being positive. Thing, um, there's there's I am people who know me know I'm a very competitive person, not not too much competitively yet, just a competitive person, that, and I always want to seek the best for myself in what I am currently or otherwise want to be engaged in. It's very important I say that, so I don't I don't kind of try to go out of my realm. This virus, um, yeah, it's put us in a, in a position where we don't get to go outside and achieve those goals that we otherwise would be able to. And uh, for me, um, this is kind of showing that, yeah, in some ways, um, one of the most important things about me is that I, I desire freedom. And it kind of takes us away from that. And so doing, um, I feel like the things that I'm doing to keep a level head is to keep my mind preoccupied, keep my mind and body balanced. Um, and, and not to sound cliche or anything, this is for, if you know, if you're not feeling comfortable about talking about this, like, you know, I really find it very, 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 very um, engaging to be, to be able to kind of like talk to God and really be close to him. I feel mm -hmm. like one of the biggest aspects that has me, has me taken care of, because again, when I pray and when I read through the Bible and when I read through those things, it kind of helps me gain perspective that, you know, tomorrow can be a brighter day. On top of that, um, new activities, you know, all the time. So reading books, um, engaging with some friends over calls like this, uh, video gaming has been a great help just to connect with some people just because we can't be um, next to each other or go ahead and see each other. Mm -hmm. I think uh, for me, I, I'll, I'll tell you guys this, the, the amount of cooking I've been doing during yeah. COVID has yeah. been an, a, a, an astounding realization. The people that live with me would tell you guys, you know, Ryan's cooking burgers, I'm I'm trying brand new recipes, yeah. uh, yo. The, the stuff I'm trying. Everybody that's coming out of COVID is gonna is gonna know how to cook. 
if you could only do craft dinner before you're going to be doing straight up pasta you're going to be doing some next level chef at home quiche. type of things you're going to be doing quiche dog i've been quiche snapchatting rudy <laughs> about the dishes that i've been making right? and like you know just just all the skills that i learned when it comes to cooking like i feel so way more relaxed i'm talking like <laughs> there's just i don't see any limits right now yo the amount of stuff that i'm looking in the kitchen like yo i'm, I'm looking at different spices i'm like oh i might throw this i might do some stir fry i might just oh yo my girlfriend when she's gonna she's gonna see me in the kitchen next time yo she's going to be in for a shock i went in covid barely able to cook and now i'm coming out of it i'm looking i'm gonna be like chef at home chef ramsey they're gonna be heaven's <laughs> kitchen in this house heaven's kitchen Bro, he's out here trying to get a Michelin star in Colton. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've just been learning a lot of dishes, and I've been very proud of myself. I think I think if anybody's gonna learn anything about about COVID, is to actually be uh, self self sufficient mm. in general. So, cooking, a lot of people learning learning different things, like checking out their cars. Now, I can tell you, there's a lot of a lot of people out there who are starting to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and learn how to how to like take care of my car, how to check the oil, things like that." Mm. There's a lot of videos out there. People just trying to find new ways to stay active. People working on their putting skills at home. <laughs> Tom Brady is not doing that very well. Uh, and, and trust me, we will get to sports in another episode because the NFL season is going to start. How how the world is going to look after COVID? That's a million dollar question. Um, um, I mean, speculations on that. I feel like this is a new normal of sorts. Um, jobs that are able to conduct themselves at home, you're going to see them make that transition even more easier now, just because they've been doing it for now three plus months. Um, in terms of how money is going to grow, uh, this is actually a step in the direction that they want to go through, to, which is to take out the physical aspects of money and put everybody on the cards. So I feel like those are, this, we're just moving closer into that element. In terms of socializing, this has been the far backwards that we've ever been, and we're going to have a huge social gathering when this whole thing is over. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm telling people that every time they'll be like, oh, what do you want to do after COVID? I want to go to the movies. I want to have a steak. I want to drink whiskey. I don't want anybody cooking for me. If anything, I want to cook for somebody else. But at the same time, no, I want somebody else to cook things. for me. <laughs> I at a nice restaurant. I want the doctor waiter. For the first time in my entire life, I want to talk to a waiter. I, I want to talk to a waiter. I want somebody. I, honestly, I would actually be, be okay just being in a room with a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> it's those little People things in life and just get to know them see see, see rudy works downtown so you just take a train down there and i can guarantee you this guy when this is all over he's going to be talking to the person next to him <laughs> you probably have his headphones in i'm not trying to talk to him but now like even if i go on a tcc i'm not gonna hesitate to say hey you know like, <laughs> Like, it's strange. I go to a school with 65,000 students, all right? And I'll be honest, the amount of times I've said hi to people while walking down the halls, around zero in almost three years. Um, <laughs> but when I get back to school, die, I'm going to be like, hi, hi, I'm Ryan. How, nice to meet you. Here's my Instagram. Uh, follow my show on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Yo, the, amount, the amount of socializing I'll be doing after COVID is unrealistic. But the first thing I want to do when I get out, I am taking the first bus, train, taxi, Uber. I don't care. I'm going to go see my girlfriend and tell her 
I care about you. Let's go to Niagara Falls. I don't care how. You just gonna go. I just need to get out of. I just need to get out of the Greater Toronto area. I need to get out of this place. I can't do it anymore. I, I need. As soon as I can get a vacation, I'm taking a vacation. I'm going across the sea. I'm going to some other country. Hopefully, yeah, a country um, with low cases, low cases, low cases. That is a that is a very difficult question to answer. Is how vacations are going to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, I my vacation is not going to be any different. You know how I am on vacation part. <laughs> so I should just book it on from now, right? I should just book it off from now. I should just book off two weeks from now. If I was you, I would book it off now. Book it off now and book the two days back because it's going to be a crazy hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I also want to talk about, man, just personally, I want to play some sports. Yeah. yeah. Basement, picked up the basketball, just started dribbling around. Uh, people can relate. So for me personally, like when they said they're going to open up parks, I was really listening intently if they said basketball courts because like, man, it's trying to hoop. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not sure. Dog, I'm... The minute they tell me they open up a basketball court, because we have a basketball court not even five minutes away from where I live. Yeah. The way I'm going to go to Walmart, buy myself a new basketball, because the basketball we have here at home is worn out. I'm going to buy a basketball, and I'm just going to go hoop. I don't care who I'm hooping with. I don't care if I'm hooping alone. I just need to go. I just need need to put a ball in a hoop. That's all I need. That's just so good for my mental health right there. And professional sports. My question is, how are professional sports going to look? Because the way Ontario is looking, it's not going to look – we might not have professional sports or at least fans in attendance in the arenas for at least maybe another year. So uh, you know? I watch a lot of um, Bundesliga soccer football. Mm-hmm, me too. They have their season already ongoing, and they have no fans. It looks rather odd. Mm-hmm. But it looks terrible, detrimental. But it does keep the the money budget going, right? Because again, the musicians get paid. Um, they show the league, they show the games on national television. So however many hits they get on that, plus the people who are streaming, they're gonna get paid off that. So it just keeps the paychecks rolling. And I feel like the NBA and NHL will adopt the same methods to keep themselves going. Because you heard Adam Silver uh, basically complaining, you know, we're gonna lose about three hundred ninety-two point eight million dollars. The real loser in this was my damn NCAA basketball association. Because <laughs> we were supposed to have March Madness. Not mad. I understand you're mad. mad about March Madness. I understand your anger. It's basketball that matters. Okay, now you're pushing it. I, I used <laughs> to. I used to. I used to feel March for Madness you. So now true. I don't. March Madness oh. to me. I think March Madness. I don't even like the. I like the games. I can't watch every game of March Madness because I don't think there's any human being that can physically do that. But because there are some blowouts, because when there are blowouts, they are blowouts. Yeah. But what to me, what makes March Madness amazing is the spectacle and the fans, just the fervor. Like NBA, you can go to an NBA playoff game and you don't have that same energy unless you're in the conference finals or the finals. That's March Madness. Every single game, and it is insane. I don't want to see March Madness without fans. I don't, but I'm okay with watching the NBA Finals without fans. I will be perfectly no, fine. I, I'll be fine with that. I will accept that reality. But I cannot watch March Madness, March Madness without fans. No, no, I don't no. Have, I, I can think, watch the Super Bowl without fans. I don't care. No I Super do. Bowl or the wow. NBA. Like the thing is, just give me a halftime show. No, no, it's different. You know what? I'll see the NFL is probably closer to March. 
because to March Madness, I think the NBA without fans, like people, just the way that how big, how small the court is compared to how you see it. Yeah, it sucks that people won't be in the stands, but uh, most of the people that are watching are watching from home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this for the actual owner of the arena, they won't make any money. But you're also probably a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So now the second group, of, now I would say NFL is that because they do play a part in, the, in creating the environment, right? NBA fans as well. Like I'm an NBA fan over an NFL fan. And we create an environment where I always feel like even bad NFL teams have great fans. Long live the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. I'm a great fan with a great team. Life is good. Okay. Don't talk to me about no refs. But but then March Madness would just be too weird because like sometimes the fans are better than the actual like <laughs> yeah, cue up like Northwestern. The jokes, like <laughs> you, there are March Madness teams that you're sitting there like, ah, they're not that good, but you want to watch the fans. And like, there's always one or two fans that end up being like national celebrities for 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 a week or a month. You know the amount of memes that that come out of March Madness. The amount of memes that come out, like that kid who was just crying. Because it's team loss. Oh, that's yeah. been a meme for a hot minute. That's been me during all of COVID. Yeah. That thank you, March Madness, for these moments. For these small moments of glory. Those small no. memes. Yeah, no, I just think but personally, I I think well with everything that they've said, I do feel like COVID will be like the flu or if not a new flu that we're just gonna always encounter yeah. right and since that's going to be a reality that people are going to face eventually i don't think that in five ten years personally i hope that we won't see it as a big deal right because and like your body will create the antibodies antibodies for it right um yeah i'm not saying that we shouldn't be listening to the precautions they're telling us now but I'm saying as time goes on, I don't think it will be that big of an issue. I think life will kind of go back to normal, to be honest, um, right? Because like you've told people to stop acting the way they've been acting for three months. And if you look everywhere in the States, like in Florida or in Ontario here with the Trinity Park or whatever, like people want to be together, right? So it's either we, our bodies, and our medical staff develop the antibodies and the vaccine necessary for us to go back to our normal lives, or we all decide that we're all going to be shut in. And mm-hmm. I just don't believe that's going to be possible. So I feel that it will probably for a year or two, our, our lives will be a little bit sacrificed, but we'll come back. It's like every challenge that human beings have ever faced as a whole, we've come back from. I think that, that I think you're, you're pretty good on that. Um, I feel uh, as well that, we will come back. We'll also come back, not just stronger, but a lot more um, uh, wiser. We'll wiser, but we'll also acknowledge the, the problems that came because of COVID and the problems that, uh, that, that were seen because of COVID. I, and I, resolved I, because of COVID. I have, like, the amount of 
pseudo-socialist, pseudo-communists that have been created because of COVID has been astounding. You Just on Twitter, Facebook, you see them everywhere. People are like, throw down the 1%. I'm like, oh, remember this 1% paying your paycheck. Remember that. Remember that. The 1% is paying your paycheck. No, I know. I, you know what? <laughs> the one joke, like people are like, go oh, throw down the 1%. The 1% is your boss. Okay? <laughs> you throw him out. He's throwing you out. Everybody throws out on the street. Yeah, everybody's going to be poor. But I think, I think COVID, we might come back better for it. Um, I can't say the same about the New England Patriots. They're coming out of COVID and they're not going to look the same. That's hey. not absolute certainty. Um, <laughs> Lee, 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 Why do you say hey? one of them. Just jumped over to be a Buccaneers fan. Listen, Why are you saying hey? I support Brady. <laughs> I want to get a ring. You're wild. I am a New England fan. I will continue to support and Bill and the boys, okay? It's just gonna be hard. It's gonna I'm be like, hoping Carson Wentz just plays well for for me. I, I need I need a win. I need a positive season. That, that, that's my minimal goal. My maximum goal is that we we're like second or first in the NFC. Look, my, we my, have a positive record. My hope out of COVID, very simply put, is it's for, for the, the New Orleans Saints stop. You know what? Here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want Roger Goodell to cut down the season from 17 games to 10. Because if First we go all, down, they made it from 16 to 17. Shh. Back. Let me dream. Let me drink. What are you drinking? Because I need what you're drinking. <laughs> Let's go back to 10 games. Because I know if we're going to 15, think about it. If we go back to 15, I have those, I have, let's say, wild card weekend, uh, second round, okay, then we get the conference finals, and then we get the Super Bowl. That gives me, we can win 14 games. The Saints could definitely win. We could go a full undefeated nah, season with 14 say, games in a season. Why in the world would the NFL play 10 games? Because... In this world where I can imagine and things can go right, I can see the New England Patriots lose. I can see Tampa Bay lose. And Chicago will make it to the playoffs. Why are you mad about my imaginary world? Because 10 games is not competitive, I feel. I feel like 10 games is we're playing in a way league. too little. We're playing in That's a like league. having an MLB season of 50 games. And that will actually make sense, okay? Instead of having no, no. 182 – Okay, the, 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 okay, let's be frank, Listen, okay? Let's be frank. Playmaker, playmaker, give me a quick second. Guys, give me a quick second. I came to this realization. The only league that will not be affected by COVID is Major League Baseball because there weren't anybody at the games to begin with. That's rude. That's really rude. Okay, but it's very true. It's there's very an true. There's an attendance loss, but it's still a love of the game. There's a love for the game, but who goes to the stadium to watch the games? I do. I still go to Jay's games. You go to Jay's. Congratulations. You're one of the, like, 15 people. Here's the problem. Nobody goes, nobody goes to, to baseball games. Nobody goes to the MLB games. Very simple because their season is actually way too long. That's the one problem they have. Because 182 games, I can schedule in one in 182. I can definitely schedule it. COVID, if anything... They should understand they need to cut down on their season to make these games worth something. 
yeah, games have to be more consequential. Like 182 game. If you drop, you need to drop. Think about it. If you drop, I could drop ten games in a row, but it'll be okay if I win forty. I could I could lose ten straight, win fifty, and I'm still a fifty ten record. Do that in the NBA and watch how you're getting eviscerated. Do that in in, in football. Go six and three in football. That's an equivalent. You're getting eviscerated. You're probably not even making it to the playoffs. Well, there's new format for NFL. Well, unless, unless but, you're in San Diego. Yeah, I, I, I see your guys' point. I mean, yeah. Unless you're the Raiders. I guess the only benefit the 182 games has is for the fans to have multiple opportunities to go. But, yeah, they could probably increase revenue if they cut the game by, let's just say, 30. 30 or 40 games. 30? 30, 40? Shoot, they don't need more than 100. <laughs> already think about it. Baseball is already a long sport. Okay, it, COVID... It's... Ever. It doesn't take forever. You can tell you guys haven't watched a movie. No, I, but here's the thing. To go back to COVID, I think that sports after COVID, no matter what, I think everything is going to, everything's going to be different. People are going to actually look after their own health before even thinking about going to sporting events. I know that the stuff when I look at UFC and WWE, which I both watch even to this day, yeah, like they're, they're empty. But even to perform, to, to go out there and do what they do on a regular basis, they've got to be healthy to do it because you're in close proximity to these people. Boxing, same thing. That, that leads to a whole I, I, other like series of debates. There's a point in entertainment, not just that hasn't really been talked about, like um, reciting like chorus, but like music has been affected deeply, right? Because mm-hmm. entire. What do you mean? Music has been affected. Did, did you not hear that at New Roy Woods? Have you not heard that New Roy Woods? Shout out to Roy Woods. No, I haven't. No, here's the thing. I think music definitely has been affected, and it's something that I talked about on the rap clash. Um, and it's that. Think about it. We can listen to these all these projects, and we can stream as much as we want. But the revenue that an artist makes from a concert is completely different from the revenue that they make from. Absolutely. Yeah. From off streams. Like, I look at a guy like, like Chance, who literally became a millionaire off concerts. He became one of the top 15, top 20, I think, richest uh, rappers off concerts alone, concerts and merch. But nobody's buying your merch. Nobody's going to your concerts if we're in COVID. So that's why I told a lot of my friends, look, if you get the opportunity, if you have an artist that you like, you know what? In the middle, just... Go to sleep, put the artist's music on your phone, on repeat, and just play that track. Just turn off the volume because at least you're giving them streams. You're giving them a way to sustain their way of life, even though they are making millions and millions of dollars. Oh, Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, Jay-Z. So <laughs> no, honestly, that, 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 was a really, that was really well said, man. Like, it's all the people out there you know one of I think the biggest, it's, biggest things and the reason I'm saying it one of the biggest things that you can come out of COVID with is a good uh, financial stability mm-hmm. on top of mental health you guys are also take care of your finances as much as possible I know some of us um, don't have work right now and it's it's a detrimental thing especially to people who are very <laughs> focused because you need that don't you? Um, but like 
it's it's important that um, you keep yourself financially healthy and try your best to um, keep yourself afloat. Because mm-hmm. like Chance right now, Bro, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not looking as great as it was before. No, I'm, I'm saying this is a, a financial reality check for a lot of people. Right? Whether, <laughs> whether you lost your job, whether you kept your job, or, or even if you're on government assistance, some way somehow, it literally taught you with the difference between. Hopefully, it taught people the difference between a want, a desire, and a need. And I think that just in general, as something especially in our generation, we lack. Right? I think people want the new iPhone, desire the new iPhone. You don't need it. Is your phone about to break? Is it not working? then you might say you need it. But if your phone's perfectly fine and it's only like a year old or a couple months old, you need to sit down and, and chill. You don't need a new iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's what I'm like, see, like hopefully people are understanding, like, right? And then like, especially the people that have outrageous amounts of debt, like, they're, like they're probably seeing, well, listen, you're probably not healthy for me to live this way. When things get back to normal, I need to... Sh- this now because you don't know like everybody went through COVID but you don't know when the next time of strife is going to happen in your life right so for you to financially prepare for that is the best way for you to actually be successful right for me and Brian knows this and people around me know I say this all the time fail to prepare prepare to fail Mm -hmm. right I feel like this was a stress test for most people finance. And a lot of people finances didn't measure up. I'm not saying that you need to be a millionaire. I'm just saying you need to have real savings. Right? In a situation where you have money, you have money that you can access, that you've been disciplined enough to save, and you can access in order for these sort of situations, right? Like, because like next time there might not be the government not, might not be able to help you, or friends might not be able to help you. Friends might not be able to help you, right? So I feel putting yourself in the best financial position from the beginning is what you need, mm-hmm. right? And what you should aspire to. Like I, like the, the advice, and I think the advice that financially, we should, like I, I like to give people concrete advice, especially when it comes to finances, because it is tangible. The first thing I tell you, clear out, is to save $1,000, I start clearing out your major debt, except for me, probably the mortgage, right? And just clearing it out and pushing it out and, and killing it, right? Because what happens is like in times of pressure like this, is not only are you stressed about your job or the lack of a job, now you're stressed about how you're gonna pay all the debt that you've now acquired. So that's one thing. Second of all, also build a, a war chest. Like, I, I don't understand where you, and I'm saying this, I, like, for me personally, and I've encouraged a few of my friends, especially in times, in, in this sort of time, um, and I, while we're not one of my boys, Cindy coming on, online, I basically put up a challenge for him, and for myself, is to save 10K before December, right? So, to, like, by December or end of December, that we have 10K saved up. I'm closer to that goal. I'm, I'm going to be there soon. 
But the whole purpose of it is if there is a problem, you have money to help you through that problem, right? I think I think right now we need to understand financial literacy in this COVID situation. Everybody needs to learn it at one point. But COVID, COVID is really forcing everybody. You need to check your finances. You need to check who you are in terms of your mental health, in terms of what you believe in, in terms of your finances, in terms of who you are as a person. Is right. This is this this is right now. This is your time to figure this out. We're all at home all day every day. If you're spending your time at home. Uh, all day, every day, and you're not focusing on what you need to focus on, then you played yourself. Then this time that was given to you, you wasted it. Because there won't be a, another time in the world where we're just going to pause and everybody stops. Not a lot of TOs are going to happen in, real, in, in life like this. Yeah. So as we've arrived to the end of our show, we'd like to thank every single one of our hosts. Playmaker, I'd like to thank you for joining us again. Parse a real retro, the real gangster yourself. I'd like to thank you. To all of our fans, we would like to reiterate, stay home, save lives, help stop the COVID-19 spread uh, this year. You can stay home as much as you can. Keep a safe distance as much as you can. Wash your hands often. Cover your cough. And if you're sick, call ahead to the closest medical professionals that you have so that we do not overload our hospitals. We'd like to thank all of our frontline workers and emergency workers in this time. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Nothing but love. Peace, everybody.